Bones are back, on overhead heads. <laughs> What's going wow. on, Eric? Dude, you sound like you're calling in from the Massey Tunnel. I'm calling in from somewhere in one of the highway chains of the outer rim of Greater Vancouver area. Yes, I am piloting an Evo car share <laughs> while I join this oh. call. Uh, I got a busy schedule, Eric. This is the only way I can times, <laughs> and I'm really sorry for that. It's pretty amazing how we skipped like two episodes, I think, or three episodes, and then the next one is like you're in the car. <laughs> it really shows where your priorities are at, Ty. It really does. Well, I've had a really busy life recently, Eric. I was in rural Washington for a few days. I had no, like, next to no phone service. And then I spent the, this entire week in Calgary, Alberta, uh, the coldest mm-hmm. place on earth. Mm. Just to be clear, I'm not saying your priorities are wrong. <laughs> this is probably the right order of things you should be doing. Um, but it is nice to hear your voice, Ty, I have to say. So nice to hear. Eric, um, what type of subway-related musings, activations, wet dreams, what sauce dreams have you had while I've been away? Oh, sauce dreams. I haven't had any subway or any, like, sandwich type of uh, meal anyway. Um, so I don't know. I, don't, I have nothing, like, subway-related to report back. Um, let me just scour my, my show notes here. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to warn you right now, I am so burnt out from my jet-setting lifestyle that I have no notes prepared. I'm This is off what is left of my dome, but I mm. think I need an espresso martini really bad to fix me right now. Oh, yeah. So are you calling from the Bluetooth uh, speaker inside of the Evo, or is I, this an Air, AirPod Pro type of like booth right you're in right now? This is the Pro booth. I thought about going on the speaker system, but... <laughs> I didn't want to try to figure that out. Whenever you get in like a rental car and you try to like figure out the, their Bluetooth setup, it's it could be like you could lose so much time doing that. No, I'm paying forty one cents a minute to drive this baby. Oh, that's true. So this is going to be a really quick episode then because you're going to be speeding home, and as soon as you hit the um, four car garage, the signal's just going to drop. <laughs> We're losing service, and you're losing your house. Yeah, dude, you seem to be. Um, <laughs> being real safe on the road there but i'm over here getting liddy as always yeah oh oh i know that sound <laughs> of that that's the sound of a budweiser lager it is the sound of a budweiser lager however i'm drinking a canned margarita <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. oh that's good stuff man not gonna lie i've had a bit of a hangover today and i think this like Late night Marg is gonna really like just set me back on the right track because I've been kind of like you know just doodling around the house today, not doing a whole lot. But I did set up a podcasting booth in my apartment, um, so that's pretty cool. I'm currently sitting in it right now. Wow, look at us! We both have novel podcasting booths. Yeah, I um, built a desk, very much uh, Frank Ocean endless style. Mm-hmm. Um, I constructed something wearing like, like a district vision, uh, clear glasses to not get anything in my eyes. And Sorry. I used the provided wrench <laughs> and so you, I, wait, wait, wait <laughs> a minute. It. You actually, you embraced your blue collar subway patron, uh, lifestyle <laughs> and you, you constructed something with your hands. I, I you sure usually did. only construct with your mouth, Eric. 
you're right. I I deconstruct with my mouth actually, um, and, but I but I construct oh. I construct my sandwich with my penis. Deconstruct with your mouth. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, that's right. That yeah, all men are the same. Um, oh, but you know what? I did construct it, and um, I'll tell you what. This is an IKEA table, but I didn't use the instructions. Hmm. Uh, so That's you right. just winged it? Well, this is my existing desk that I took apart and then brought back to this apartment and then put it back together. Um, did not have the documentation for it. So I just have to like analyze it before taking it apart. Like remember that like screw A goes into hole B, <laughs> things like that. Mm. And then, um, yeah, here we are. I, it took no less than two hours. That's impressive, Eric. You relied solely on muscle memory and your brain's built. <laughs> I'm built for tough over here. Funny that I when you disassemble and reassemble when you move them. Can you imagine like taking all the ingredients off your Subway sandwich just to bring it home to finish it? Put them all in little oh, zip baggies so you don't lose the pickles. That's actually probably smart because that way like you save the ingredients from like mingling too long together. Like, you know, when you're at a work party and you just mingle for a little bit too long. And then here we are recording episode 203 with a hangover. Yeah. Or you uh, <laughs> just like mingling too long at a work party, you end up smashed together at the end of the night. And that's yeah, what happens exactly. to your, uh, your pepperoni slices and your, your tomato slices. Mm-hmm. You're keep right. them separated separate separate the uh keep your pepperoni at a company sauce you know yeah you're right you end up smashed together like a smashed patty mm-hmm. you know what Ty? I, uh, I wanted to that was a very intentional segue because i wanted to talk to you about a cheeseburger like lunch i had it was not a cheeseburger but it was cheeseburger like can you okay. can you like try to just imagine what that might be I I can't imagine it. I think it's probably a grilled cheese sandwich with a very thin slab of deli meats in it. You're you're thinking like too logically. Okay. You picking up that background audio? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, Siri, you fucking whore. Yeah. Um Ty, you're thinking too logically. The the food I'm talking about is a food that is not intended to be burger-like. However, the burger genre has been applied to it. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Uh, I'm going to go and say it was a taco. That's not a bad guess. You're, I think the ingredients are basically the same. It was a cheeseburger you know pizza guy. Oh, I could have guessed that next. Because I... <laughs> Yeah, of course. Cheeseburger pizza. You crumple the beef and you put it on. I think Megabyte does this. <laughs> Megabyte would do that. and um, But this was much better than any like Megabyte pizza tie because um, this was, you know, some really well seasoned ground beef on top of a pizza base with four thick slices of American cheese processed, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. with um, some shredded on top and then drizzled with Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, dude, this was unbelievable. Dish. Yeah. And um, yeah, dude, I just wanted to like, just reminisce with that because like every 13-year-old listening to this is like, holy fuck, that's my favorite pizza flavor. Oh, yeah, dude, you're getting a 13-year-old bricked up on this pod. We don't need none of that. 
Uh, <laughs> I love the sound of that. I guess taco, Eric, because I did a uh, Mexican activation in Calgary this week. Oh. And one of the items on the menu was a hamburger taco. Wow. Hamburger taco. So it's just hamburger meat and like just taco stuff? <laughs> I, I guess so. I, when you think about like the Americanized taco, it's actually not too far off from the hamburger. Mm, exactly. I had um, some Mexican food in Oakland when I was there. And um, there's like an option of soft taco or hard taco, which mm-hmm. is really just a trap for white people because white mm. people always go for the hard taco. And then that one was just like ground beef and shredders. But like, if you go for the soft taco, you get, you know, the carnitas, the carne asada, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The, mole. the I, mole. I know what you mean. Mexican food is all about, it's kind of a game. You're just navigating different tracks. If you beat level one, then you have to choose the corn tortilla as level two. And then you're mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as you're in, Thai, you, got, you just say gracias, amigo. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I don't know, how do you say, um, put it in my mouth, poppy in Spanish? I think it's like anejo, poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Well, well thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow. sir. That's some fascinating um, activations, Eric. Thank you. Also, uh, got my Christmas tree up and running. Nice, it's burning nice. electricity right now as we speak. And... What else we got here, Ty? Oh, we got our Spotify unwrapped. Mm-hmm. Sandwich unwrapped. Yeah, and um, I, I just want to like, I just want to like say that posting your like Spotify wrapped is the same thing as like posting your sandwich. Wow, it totally is. Because okay. it's an unnecessary <laughs> level of detail about someone's life. Yeah, it's an unnecessary amount of detail about someone that no one asked for. And also... People love to post it and say like, oh, wow, this, it's so me. It's like, <laughs> my, my brother in Christ, you ordered that. <laughs> you listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like you, <laughs> it's like, no shit, it's you. You fucking told it to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like, wow, I can't believe Spotify knew me that well. <laughs> no yeah. shit. <laughs> exactly. It's like, wow, I feel, I feel so seen by Spotify. Yeah, man. <laughs> this generation is like, so lonely. You're so right. And then the worst part of it all is they post it thinking they're unique. It's like, oh my God, this year I listened to The Weeknd and Drake. <laughs> and it's like, mm. so did like it's 9 billion people, uh, Ty. Yeah. This is my biggest qualm with Spotify is that like, duh, I listen to The Weeknd and Drake just as much as everyone else. But I also listen to The Weeknd and Drake more than anything else. So now <laughs> I'm just another... I just another weekend and Drake junkie, you know, and my Spotify rap isn't really reflect reflective of my identity, which I consider yeah. to be a bit more of like a comprehensive music listener. Yeah. The only thing it's reflective of is that you follow, um, <laughs> follow the path that others have set for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, wow, 2022, another year of listening to the Southwest sauce, sweet onion sauce and mayo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was a lot of mayo in my spotify rap let me tell you (laughs) now both with subway and spotify though it's kind of a medium is the message situation where i'm not really as concerned about whether or not what what the nuances of your rap is but what i am interested about is like oh you're you're actually a spotify hive you know or like even better it's like oh Mm -hmm. i didn't know you were team team way that's true Um, way's coming out of the woodwork for the subway unwrapped 
Yeah, you're actually right about that. It's it's really just the, hey, look at me. You can follow me on Spotify and get <laughs> some curated uh, playlists from me, which no one will ever do. Yeah, I, I got some pretty banging playlists, but I don't share them. They're for me only, my ears only. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be uh don't be too secretive Ty. i went I, I went and saw all of your little playlists over there your shrek playlist was a nice one uh, poking around <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> your, your shrek playlist is like like strikingly accurate and i've never heard any of those songs in one setting so i just gonna have to take your word for it that is the idea actually eric is re- referencing a playlist i made that features songs that sound like they should be in Shrek, but are actually not in Shrek. Mm. Big upset there. Big upset. <laughs> Much like um, Brazil and Croatia, those fucking oh. losers, Brazil. Wow. Eric is so excited because Croatia beat Brazil <laughs> in the quarterfinals of the FIFA World Cup today. I watched that mm-hmm. game too, Eric. I was thinking of I, the whole game. I just wanted to message you and say, like, you, you guys got this. <laughs> I believe in you. But I didn't need mm-hmm. to. You you guys had it. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I would be a bad Croatian if I didn't mention that on this podcast, Ty. Mm-hmm. And just let all of our listeners know that um, Brazil may be in our top 10 countries for this podcast audience, but I don't give a flying fuck. You guys can all suck my dick from the back. <laughs> yeah, suck Eric's Croatian dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also watched later that this day uh, the Argentina versus... Uh, the Netherlands game. I was actually in the hotel lobby in Calgary watching it with a bunch of Dutch bros, and these guys were losing their shit during the game. One guy even threw his shoe at the wall. And so, like, it when Messi made a messy of the Netherlands <laughs> team, it was pretty, pretty exciting to partake in the crying, the screaming, and the, just the general overwhelming sadness of the room I was in. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, you're right. I mean, Messi should have spent, you know, more time on the pitch and not in Kanye's backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I think I see Messi. Messi. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it is what it is. They won. Um, they won their game, but you know that it'll just be another L for them come Tuesday when Croatia whoops their ass too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I'm Team Croatia with you because I want to see you happy, my co-host. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll be severely depressed for weeks, Ty, if we go to the finals again for the second time in a row and lose. So um, you're going to have to, like, you know, coddle me like a baby, Ty, if, mm-hmm. if that happens. And you're going to have to, you know, maybe order me a good spark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will be tucking you in like my sandwich artist neatly tucks the cheese in the bread. Mm-hmm. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Don't worry. You'll be taken care of. You're in good gloved up hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whenever the uh, cheese is just spilling out of the sub, I can always count on you, Ty, to just fold it in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always <laughs> on, when I'm eating my sandwich, I'm I'm performing janitorial duty as frequently as I'm performing editorial duty. Whoa. <laughs> editorial is kind of a funny concept. We can explore that later, but what I mean by janitorial duty, Eric, is that like I'm making, I'm, I'm tucking my, my lettuce slices back in the sandwich. I'm picking up any fallen soldiers, aka black olives, and popping them in the mouth. I'm keeping my mm. general workspace uh, clean, as clean and tidy as I keep, I would mm. keep my home. When you say janitorial, 
is that a play off the word janitor or genital? It was janitor, but it's way funnier if it's janitorial. <laughs> janitorial duties. That's really oh, funny. Man. Wow. Wow. Do you think a um, you know, in in the age of everyone posting AI selfies, do you think an AI could like perform genitorial genital duties on a sandwich? And and I'm not talking about Fogel. <laughs> I'm not really sure what you're talking about, but I think anything's <laughs> possible in our magical AI future, right? Yeah, I just want you to talk AI to me, Ty, because yeah, I, I always like love, I love when it's story time. The only thing intelligent I have to say about artificial intelligence is, hey, I want to eat some of that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, I, I've had a big week, Eric. I had a few moments that I was hoping to share with you on our last episode. I didn't get a chance to. May I share them with you right now? Please do. I'm, that's what I'm here for. Okay. First of all, I crossed the land border into Washington State. Oh. And, ooh, Yeah. Usually no problemo, officer, but the border guard today decided to take a little sniff around my car, and then they stole all my produce. Oh, I was no. packing a whole Subway, a suite of Subway sandwich ingredients in there. I had the tomatoes. I had some mixed greens, and the border guard is, guards thought, you know, this chap doesn't deserve these fine, this fine Whole Foods haul. <laughs> And then he, he took him home for his wife and kids. Wow. So you're saying you bought, this is in, when you stayed in a cabin in Washington, correct? Yes. I was holed up Bonnie Vare style in a cabin in the Washington Cascade Mountains. Okay. So it was a log cabin, like a foot log. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you, what you're saying is you stopped at Whole Foods, um, like South Canby or something. And then drove to the border with groceries in hand. Why didn't you just buy them in the U.S.? Is the is inflation that bad in Biden's America? <laughs> Probably, but the groceries were already in my fridge. And I didn't want them to go oh. bad over the weekend. I didn't want to come home and have a Subway tomato in my fridge. I wanted a nice, fresh, plump one. Mm, that's really responsible of you. Because I would have probably just like bought like four Poke Bowls or something and then just brought those with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy that you can get a Pokeball basically anywhere in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, go up to, like I, I went up to Mount Baker Ski Hill, and it's like, I'm pretty sure there's a Pokeball on that menu. Damn. Yeah. Pretty high I up. Mean, poke, Pokeballs are the, are the guilt-free, like, burrito bowl, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, burrito bowl still has, like, a stigma, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. I think it might be a racial thing, but, but like, Hawaiians are, like, kind of, like, uh, what's the word more more fetishized <laughs> hawaiians are fetishized like i feel bad for the rock <laughs> the rock's hawaiian i only know the only hawaiian i know is obama yeah i feel bad for obama too but uh and hawaiians in general and like the problem is like hawaiians make i'm happy for the poke bowl eric because up until then hawaiian pizza was the only like culinary delight of the good Hawaiian people to make its way to the mainland. And I don't even know if Hawaiian pizza is really from Hawaii. I, I'm mm. starting to think that might be a made like kind of as, as real, as authentic as American Italian food is authentic. 
Mm, yeah, I was gonna say like Korean dog pizza or something. It's like mm-hmm. the, you you would maybe think that exists, but it really doesn't. And mm-hmm. yeah, the Hawaiian pineapple shit is like so deeply offensive to me. Like the, like how could anyone put fruit on a pizza that's not tomato? <laughs> you know, I I'm gonna tell you a secret, Eric. Oh, don't tell me about like pears or some shit. Only when I'm at like a bougie <laughs> pizza place that's like riffing on the format, and like they don't even call it pizza; they call it like uh, discs or pies or something. That's when you know oh, you're gonna pies, get pies, of course. Yeah, pear and blue cheese concept or something like that. Oh yeah, someone will put some pistachios on your pizza or something. Oh, no, I like pineapple, Eric. I like pineapple on my pizza. Caveat: when I am ordering fast food pizza. Oh, okay. So thicker crust, um, some mm-hmm. like neon pink uh, ham or ham alternative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wait, if you're getting a vegetarian ham and pineapple, do you just say hold the ham? <laughs> hold my ham, sir. <laughs> Can I just get a pineapple pizza? Is this like slightly more cursed than Hawaiian was to begin with? <laughs> hold the ham. <laughs> hold, hold my ham, my guy. So yeah, what, my- do you, what do you do in that case? Yeah, so some pizza places, Panago, maybe Domino's, offers like a meat, an alt-meat alternative to the ham, Mm. Uh, a slice of some sort of soy disc. Okay. Um, I also... Yeah, any any pink disc is probably like equally synthetic, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. you're you're probably good in that in that front. So you're good. Yeah, I'm no less healthy. That's or no more healthy. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. In the event here, where there is no alternative mystery disc, I'll typically add mushroom with the pineapple because a cremini oh. has like a similar texture to like a chewy slice of ham. Interesting. I guess if you close your eyes and spin me around eight times, then I can see that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, what, what you don't realize is uh, vegetarians are very desperate, and they they will tr- convince themselves of anything in order to stomach something. Yeah. If you're a vegetarian, you really gotta love mushroom. You gotta. You know what, Ty? For the first time last night, actually, this is part of my hangover journey. I tried cashew cheese. Really, for the first time? Yeah. What? When would I ever try cashew cheese unless I was with? a fellow vegetarian mm. or vegan, I guess. I don't know. I guess you're not dying on the same spots as me. That's exciting, Eric. I'm so happy for you. I love <laughs> That's the reaction cashew. I was looking for. <laughs> I love cashew cheese. I make it all the time. You That's what I was going to say. It's so cheese. good. It's so good, right? It's kind of got this like addictive umami quality where you're like, oh, give me more of that, whatever that mm-hmm. crap is. It's kind of like a, like a somewhere in between baba ganoush and um tzatziki you know i mean it's got a little tang like a slight tang to it which Mm -hmm. is surprising because cashews nor cheese have that kind of tang (laughs) so i'm like where did that come from that's a little uh wild card that just like you know threw me for a loop as i did my garlic knot in there (laughs) (laughs) dunk 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 yeah i really I, I make a really good, like, jalapeno cheese dip with cashew cheese. I, oh, I'll put it in. It's like, sometimes I'll make it kind of like a ricotta and put it as a dollop on pasta. Wow. With it. Holds up really well. I would love a little cashew cream cheese spread for a sandwich. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I'm salivating. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sprout some cashews when we get home, and I'm gonna <laughs> whip up a batch myself. Wow, <sighs> that's exciting, bro. Bay is, exciting. Bay is like, wow, finally you're home. It's like, hang on, babe, I gotta sprout some cashews. <laughs> Priorities, right? <laughs> it's like if I don't start this now, they won't be ready for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they'll be ready for tomorrow's supper. I need to, before I get into any cashew cheese tonight, I think I need a down an espresso martini. Got, I got some goose at home right now. I picked up some goose when I was in Washington. I had, I needed it to make some pasta a la vodka, but then I actually needed it to like start a bonfire. It's that it's really funny oh, to shit. like pour gray goose on an open flame to try to get it to light. But wow. that totally works if you need to in a pinch. Wow. That should just tell you right away that how bad vodka is. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. there, there's like no reason to drink that shit other than to, you know, light a flat like fire. Like, if you want to drink lighter fluid, just drink vodka instead. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, totally. But you'll have the kind of the same, some of the same side effects. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, you know what? Really, I have this like um, built-in uh, like wine shelf thing in this apartment. And there's 14 mm-hmm. slots, Ty, and I'm slowly, slowly but surely filling them up with bottles of, you know, expensive fluids. So um, hopefully by the next time we talk, it'll be filled. That's really exciting, Eric. Uh, you should add a bottle of soju to the mix there. I've been on a real soju kick lately. <laughs> soju is great. It just doesn't, it wouldn't look good next to a bottle of Natty Wine. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's something that you you know, crack open with the boys like mm. over over some you know, over some galbi. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to like just run a train on this galbi and everyone's dude, shooting yeah. back a shot. Yeah, yeah I get dude. that. I'm sure there's some like artisanal soju brands out there. Mm, I, I true. I'm not really sure yet. I feel like I feel like this the, all the same branding language as wine. Like they there's no mm-hmm. reason they other than like the like Korean characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm scared. Once I get down this like soju rabbit hole, Thai, I'm gonna, I'm never gonna come out. Like I've I've just recently started buying expensive bottles of liquor, and I gotta say it's pretty addicting. Like as soon as you buy one, you want to buy one for everybody, and then like every time you go to get one, it's like ten dollars more. Mm-hmm. And I ended up buying a bottle of Hibiki for a friend's birthday, and I was like, mm-hmm. damn, that was one hundred eighty dollars on like a bottle <laughs> fuck yeah dude I, i'm feeling this way too it's like I, I need to make sure that all my friends are pimped out with the 818 on their shelf not just me mm-hmm. exactly i got one for me and one for my neighbor that's what a good neighbor does right new building new bottle wow you are a good neighbor eric <laughs> it helps oh, that the man. neighbor is related that does help because then you get to uh take part in the spoils of of that gift exactly it's it's literally i'm inviting myself to your house if i bring you a bottle of anything it's like i have an open invitation to come and drink this (laughs) Mm -hmm. speaking of getting into the gifting spirit uh did you see subway's seasonal (laughs) marketing activation this last week um no i have them blocked on all socials actually (laughs) uh they blocked you too eric so it's (laughs) Yeah, still wait, still waiting for that cease and desist, you, you yeah. pussies. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, try us. 
Um, anyways, <laughs> I, I have not unfollowed Subway, nor have they unfollowed me, despite my numerous attempts to get us canceled. Uh, and I noticed that they did a marketing activation, Eric, that we actually, we consummated on this podcast nearly a <laughs> hundred episode, episodes ago. Oh, really? And what's yes, that? Yes, yes. The footlong cookie, Eric. Oh, no. Yes. They so did it. <laughs> they, did, they opened up a pop-up location where they only served cookie sandwiches. They baked their cookies into footlong cookies, and then they replaced all the buckets behind the counter with toppings that would go on a cookie oh interesting and what kind of toppings go on cookies ty other than the usual chocolate chip well i didn't turn sound on on the video so i only have a visual to reflect back on but i saw some whipped cream some chocolate chips some sprinkles maybe some smarties maybe a dollop of ice cream i can't say for sure could have just been whip hmm Okay. Dude, whipped cream is making a strong comeback in 2022-23, spring-summer 23. Um, mm-hmm. I've had it so many times on a scoop of gelato when I was in Italy, and I gotta say the mix of warm and cold tie in one bite. Mm-mm-mm. Dude, I am here with you on this. I actually <laughs> whipped my own cream last week. Uh, which sounds like an innuendo. It's not. It just. It's just cream, true cream from the cow's teeth. And I have this theory that like big dairy is making a comeback here. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm literally creaming hearing you describe that. Yeah, like I don't know. I've been on. A, uh, I know we just talked about cashew cheese for like a whole five minutes, but I, I don't know. I think dairy, big dairy is gonna have gloves off, arms swinging, coming in to push down the vegans and reassert mm-hmm. themselves as the, the king of cream. I mean, I'm into that. I'm always, I, w- I would, I would just call myself a dairy extremist mm-hmm. because, <laughs> you know, I would, I would, I would drink like in the same day, you might see me with a glass of homo milk um, and some cashew cheese, you know, mm-hmm. that's, those are two ends of the same spectrum. And Damn. I'm, I'm proud to say that I just, you know, choose the best thing regardless of what you know political side it's aligned with that's fascinating eric you are an extremist the cia has labeled you a <laughs> terrorist group mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'm on the no fry list <laughs> <laughs> wow he's been trying to terrorize the oat almond and cashew milk industries mm-hmm. he's doing a mighty fine job of it damn right and you're doing a mighty fine job of parallel parking while talking to me. How far yeah, are you from I, home? I'm only like two more red lights and I haven't crashed oh, yet. Sure. So I'm feeling pretty good. Well, you know what they say? Most crashes, I think 80% tie are, you know, within like two blocks from your house. So you better drive careful. We don't want to witness any of that on this episode. All right. Much like my, <laughs> I got two hands on the wheel. And I'm operating very slowly, taking this one bite at a time. Love that. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got flipped off twice today in traffic, Ty, and I just wanted to tell you about it because you are I not really, a like... to suburban life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I applied my big city driving skills to these eight lanes of traffic, and I got flipped off because I wouldn't let someone merge in front of me. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, somebody I'm like to hear that. 
somebody just like pulled up their car beside me and expected me to let them in. It's like, nah, it doesn't work like that, chief. Like, you're not gonna cut this line right here. You right, know? right, right. You've got to earn your your mark in this line. Yeah, you're gonna have to turn right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sucks to suck, but exactly. Yeah, that that's too bad, Eric. I hope you didn't get any bad driving karma from that action. I don't think so. I I kept my cool. I just you know I beep twice and I wave, and I don't know. I didn't I didn't I didn't go crazy like I I might normally do. So I'm hoping that you know staying calm um, is going to pay me back later. Uh, Jay Shetty voice. Yeah, I hope so too. That's a uh, really mature approach, Eric. Transportation trouble lately too. I was supposed to fly home from Calgary not today, but last night. My flight on the cursed Flare Airlines got canceled and then rebooked a day later, which would have been a bummer for me because I would have had to like figure out a car. At the same time, my father, who I was visiting in Calgary, his Jeep got broken into the Thanks same day. If you are ending your Did trip, you hear that? I parked. Check that all doors oh, <laughs> hell yeah. So his Jeep got broken into. My flight got canceled. So last night was kind of a um, unexpected situation where both of us hung out one more night together isn't that kind of cute like a kind of a like a cute almost like a a netflix show about a father and son (laughs) kind of that is kind of serendipitous tie and i'm into into that i'm happy that um you got that extra day because i know you don't you don't see him that much so that's that's really nice to hear Mm -hmm. i'm really happy for you one more shot at getting a i love you son or i'm proud of you son (laughs) Didn't get it. Maybe next time. So mm. the point of the story, Eric, is even though you got flipped off in traffic, something good will come of that because something good came from both of our crappy transportation situations. Mm-hmm. Yours is much worse than mine. And I'm happy you're home safe, guy. Me too. Now, I am paying 41 cents a minute to just sit in this car. I'm no longer driving. <laughs> so I don't think the ad revenue for this podcast is going to turn <laughs> back that money. But... I am happy to announce, Eric, that we, 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 sorry, we would like to announce to the Breadheads our new brand collaboration. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's right. We have a new brand collaboration, one of which I have not read the talking points for. Do you, do you have them? <laughs> oh, shit. No, I haven't read them even a little bit. Maybe, maybe we'll draw lab next episode. We'll, we'll make sure we've like signed off everything legally first. Yeah, I wouldn't want to promote some shit product by accident, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Or, or for, even worse, for free. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's, let's get our, our P's and Q's or whatever they say, dot the I's, and then uh, we'll come back full force. We are now a paid program podcast. We're sold out, but we were mm-hmm. always sold out, I think, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, now that Big Anchor has dropped us... Um, I would not recommend anyone to use their program or I would just stay clear of, of anchor. They're, they're no, no good over there. Just a bunch of crooks. (laughs) Anchor is the biggest scam in the podcasting business. Uh, Don't use that product. Record it yourself on your Mac or something else. (laughs) Exactly. Use Zencaster. They, they're pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're anti this is an anti-anchor podcast. Yeah. I'm going to end this episode before we fail to break even on it. So thanks, Spreadheads, for listening. Um, thank you, Ty, for calling in on your 
drive home and um i will catch you all on tuesday i'm looking forward to it thank you breadheads for tuning in ciao ciao